Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all and welcome back for another episode of Corks and Cowtown. This is a part three with Henry. Hey, thank you, thank you. I was like, don't sound too excited. <laughs> I am I was excited. Like, we are, here's the thing. Was, we're on bottle two, and we opened it, and I think it's flat. It's flat. It's a flat rosé. So we're so. a little bummed. It also does not have the prettiest color. I'm not going to lie. No, it's like it literally looks like apple juice with yeah, piss in I would, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. The bottle is talking... And we're about to be. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Like, yeah. We're probably only going to have one glass of this each. Yeah. Just I was so, going to say, I was like, I I've been trying even, to yeah. drink it and I, I not, just. I don't think I commit to a glass too. And so. I would say something right now, but I shouldn't. So never mind. Ooh, but, oh, say it. No. I want to hear it. Well, I was going to say I've had worse things in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and then we're going like, to go into talking about spiritual like gifts. On social media, whenever I post about it, I won't let Bishop on my Bishop as my dog. I won't let her on my bed. You should. People are like, Henry, oh, you, it makes me mad. People are like, Henry, you've had more yeah. dogs in your bed. True, <laughs> true story. Friends, people have been like, you've had worse things in your Henry, bed than that. Where's the lie? <laughs> where's the lie? My friend who I used to live with, she texted me when I posted that Instagram one time. She's like, Henry, I know for a fact I've seen worse in your bed. I'm like, exactly. Lord. Exactly. Here's the thing. If anything, we will not hold, we will always hold each other accountable. That's true. (laughs) That is true. Here's the thing. Once again, we're not perfect people. No. I was like, I don't think either of us have ever pretended to be perfect people. Nope. I accidentally said I've never been wrong, but oh, and I did not mean that. And I had to circle back. Yeah, to that I was quick. like, you know what? And I appreciate you for holding <laughs> yeah, me accountable was, for that. I was like, girl, I don't want is, people to think you crazy. No. <laughs> okay. That is not what I meant by yeah. any means. So I was like, I've definitely been wrong about multiple things in life. But as far as whenever I've been like, I'm gonna tell you something. This is exactly how this is gonna go. Yeah. So the scenario is hard. But back to spiritual gifts. I know that we, in the last episode, kind of told y'all about the differences between spiritual gifts and then maybe just gifts yeah. in a certain way. Um, and all this 14 one, of them. Yes, all 14 of them. The only one on here also, though, that I know I feel like we both have, and here's the thing is everything's worded differently, Yeah, is the one on here I expected to see was hospitality. Yeah. So I think, yeah. And that, that actually is like if you go so in and access that, and that's listed. The thing is, so I don't know why it wasn't listed on there. And here's Maybe the helper. And yeah, I could see that. Combined with like this uh, leadership and yeah. maybe administration. Okay. If you combine yeah. all of those. But I yeah. can see that. So that's the one thing that too is like I know we said we were going to say each other's spiritual yeah, gifts and what we think they I have. definitely want to use that one as its own category. No, and yeah, I was like, yeah. I feel like hospitality yeah. is its own thing. Okay, so if you were having to describe the gift of hospitality to someone, what would you say? Um, selflessness, service, gratitude. Because I think being a hospitable person means you have you come from a place of gratitude where you understand what it means to receive. So you then mm-hmm. in turn want to give back to others. Um, selflessness, gratitude, um, kindness, and just servant-hearted. Like someone who just truly and servant-hearted. It's a it is a gifting. Like not everybody's born that way. I so, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I think also it's one of those things where like if you talk about like love languages, mm-hmm. I feel like yes. I feel like it's almost all of them. Yep. I feel like hospitality is kind of like obviously you're giving, you know, you're giving service, you're giving gifts, words you're of giving words of affirmation yeah. because it's one of those things that like also I forget her name, but the woman Renee that, Brown. No, okay. the woman we met earlier today. Uh, it started with the V. Oh um, gosh, yeah. Vet. Yes. Vet. Oh, so we'll talk about, she's hopefully going to be on both of our podcasts. Yeah. Um, but we met this woman earlier here at the studio who is absolutely amazing and has an amazing story that I will not share right now. Yeah. But she has an absolutely amazing story and hopefully you'll hear it from both of us, her perspective on life. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that she said, she was like, you know, you were able to, we were talking about openness and vulnerability again. But she said it, I feel like, best is, Ooh, like, analogy, you can, I loved her. the analogy yeah. of, like, you let people on your porch mm-hmm. or you let people into your home. Yeah. And I feel like people that are hospitable are the ones that are always willing to open the door and let you in your home. Literally. 
And then that reminds me of one year I had it. I think it was a hundred and eighty. Didn't you say different- for your like Friendsgiving? Yes. No, yes. not that one, but like for specifically whenever was his face lived with me that year. But <clears throat> but um I'm someone who I do I do have an o- open door policy mm-hmm. at my house and we can come over anytime kind of thing. Just give me a heads up, maybe not. But I think I had 180 different dinner parties in one year. Yeah. At my house. I think it was 2019. Yeah, because that's the year he lived with me. But um, like I'm just I just I love being hospitable. I love yeah. everything about it. I love being nurturing. I love taking care of people. I love creating something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. I love just like giving people a place to come and belong. And, and see, just come and rest. I completely agree with that because I feel like also, and this is something we haven't really touched on. I know that you and I have a lot in common as far as upbringing, mm-hmm. but and this isn't something we've, we've touched, touched on it at lunches. We've, we've touched well, it, yeah, like but like here. not publicly. <laughs> yeah, not publicly. And so yeah. it's one of those things. I feel like maybe because I wasn't given that, yep. I want other people to receive it. And I alluded, uh, not alluded. I said it in our previous episode when I said you and I wired this way about giving people love because like we weren't. Maybe received it in the healthiest way. So now we want to make sure no one else feels alone or yes. isolated or mm-hmm. some of that. And so, yeah. I think that's one of the things that I try and look at the most is I'll have scenarios that happen in my life. And I don't know, you tell me if this happens to you too, that you're just like, maybe you don't want to do something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're just like, I'm not feeling it, like whatever. But you also know someone else is maybe not in a good place. Mm-hmm it kind of changes your perspective and like makes you shift. And you're just like, I remember being in that place and I, and all I needed was someone to be there. Yep. And so then you kind of are just like, it doesn't matter if I'm uncomfortable, I want to be there. And I feel like that's almost a better explanation of like hospitable being like hospitable and like hospitality because you're, you're willing to go above and beyond mm-hmm. for the people in your life. And I think it for me, it comes into, there's a passage in 2 Corinthians and says, each of you should not only look to your own interests, but also to the interest of others. Yes. Yeah. And having the very nature of like-minded Christ, who, although he was a king, became a servant and humbled himself to nothing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, obviously, like don't like completely deteriorate your life to serve other people. That's crazy. No, but Absolutely. Like, to think of yourself as a servant means like, hey, I have something to offer people who desperately need it. People need to be loved. People need to be shown grace and mercy mm-hmm. and kindness. And you have it. And you have that gift. So it's like maybe, and it's often people like Robin said, who grew up similar to her and I are different or similar upbringings, upbringings who didn't receive that or were shown that. And so we never want other people to go through that, what we went through. So it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure this person knows they're loved, they're valued, they're cared for, they're chosen, they're cherished. And uh, yeah, sometimes that gifting can come. Do you think that sometimes bite. though, because of that, you also, when you don't receive things that you feel like less than still because you haven't received it the way you're like wanting it to be received? Yes. And it breeds resentment. It and does. So. And yeah, I think hospitality that's, from an un, sorry. No, 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 no. You're you're not because I'm asking. Like it's a continuous question because I think it's one of those things that you're completely correct. Is like it can breed resentment because you're just like, why was I willing to go above mm-hmm. and beyond for you and do and this? They weren't, and then, but here's the thing: is like also once again going back to gifts is like if you're going to be a giver, you're supposed to give without like mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to receive something yep. in return. And I think that's a tough. Thing to learn and it's a constant thing that will constantly battle yeah it's a gauge you have to check and it is but like just like what you said is um you said i believe you said it was in second corinthians mm-hmm. is talking about like you're obviously supposed to like give service but not to a point to where like you're exhausted mm-hmm. and i think that's something that people struggle with too is because and here's my girl how many times oh. have you run yourself haggard trying to help somebody love somebody care for somebody oh, absolutely so especially people who don't even want it that. So here's the part of that too uh-huh. that I will say, and obviously this kind of goes into a different topic and who knows if we'll get there or not, but it also has to do with the people that do have family issues mm-hmm. and that choose to keep their family and their life because they say, well, it's family. It's all I have. And obviously for us, maybe that's a different perspective. 
And you and I talked because, about yeah, this and last we, week, right? I when believe we about, so. Because I was just on an episode about chosen mm-hmm. family right before you and I recorded. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so here's the thing is like, we have a different perspective on that, but there's also people I know in my life that have gone above and beyond for their family members and they're treated like shit consistently. Mm-hmm. They're treated so poorly and so negatively. And, you know, their family will like be there I love and that then we disappear. Cuss on here. Always, like, okay. It, I was just talking uh, about that. Here's the thing: it's like, like I try not to here's the thing. No, you can. <laughs> and Tony, I always end up doing it. I feel it. like it's one of those things where, like, I I'm being myself. It's how I and talk. So it's yes. how I talk. Love. And when I get to a point where I'm frustrated or whatever, I'm gonna it's Girl, gonna slip out. I'll I try not front, to do it, but it is what it is. I'll cuss in front of my pastor sometimes. He'll be like, <laughs> I was like, bitch, this is how I talk anyway. So you yes. might as well come as you be like, are. Look, we're all sinners. We all know this already. So I was like, we all sin differently. Over. Oh my gosh. No, not that one. I know, but not that we're gonna. <laughs> I'm like but, looking at this glass like I know. bitch. I gotta force myself. I like to how we're this. both like just like staring at it. <laughs> yes. But it's one of those things where like, you know, I've had friends that they're just like, you know, you know, my parents treat me like shit or they do this or like whatever, and that they still are like they constantly are in a battle of like say something with their parents mm-hmm. or a sibling or whatever. And they're like, Well, I have to be there, their family. And I think it's one of those things that I'm just like. God would never want you to constantly feel that way. No. Like we're we're given free will because we have the ability to choose things in our life yes. and we have the ability to make decisions in our life. Otherwise, it would be all or nothing. I mean, and it goes back to like that saying, uh, you're not responsible for what happened to you, but you're responsible mm-hmm. for how you deal with it. Like yes. if you're born in a shitty family of origin, everybody's fucking, you don't have to stay there just because you were no. put in that situation. But here's the thing too, is like, I'll give people this. It takes a lot so much to pull yourself out of that. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you this, I have not seen my dad or my stepmom since I was 18. Yeah, which is wild. And, and even when you yeah. told me that at lunch, I think three years ago, I was like, That's- Yeah, and people are just like, wait, what? And that was a choice yeah. I made. And guess what? Painful I would one. not change it for anything. Yeah. Because my gosh, if my life didn't get better. I mean, that's better, half your life. If my life didn't get better the second I did that, it's insane how much has changed. Wow. It's insane. Like, I look back on just when I was, like, say, 18, like, mm-hmm. my freshman year of college when they were still semi in my life mm-hmm. and how different things you'd were. you go back home. Girl, I remember. Wh- I where, went back home where once. Where did you go? Rogers? One, yeah, we went Rogers yes, Roundhouse. Yes, just crying, girl. <laughs> crying. <laughs> that was summer 2020. I thought it was. Tw- oh, wait. It no, you're really right. Was. It was. Wait. Was it 2020 or 21? I went, it was before I was in the hospital. So it was a, it was before I had the food truck. So it had to be summer 2020. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy yeah. to think about how much time has passed. That's crazy. Yeah. I remember that lunch so distinctly. Same. Oh my gosh. That for me was a turning point in our friendship. I absolutely yeah. agree. Because I think it was one of those things, and like we've discussed this, is that obviously we haven't discussed it on the podcast, but how I feel like you and I had so many similarities and we were obviously around the same people yeah, and so all Yeah, so many stuff, people in common, yeah. But... We never like actually started like a friendship. So remember, I just, I think I texted you. I was like, girl, can we just go to lunch or something? Yes. And so it was one of those things where like people also, I feel like, had told us both different perspectives of each other. Yes. And we discussed this. We won't, we won't name drop and be hateful, but Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where I was told certain things about you. And I feel like you were probably told certain things Mm -hmm. about me. And it never really made sense, and I feel like I never really believed it. Sometimes people want to keep people apart, girl, because they that. know once we come together, it's over for them. Well, and I feel like that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yep. I feel like that is exactly what happened, and I couldn't be more grateful for God putting us in each other's lives. Absolutely. And him just being like, no, we're going to break this wall down, and yeah. y'all are going to meet, and we're going to have these conversations. Yes. Because you both need each other. But you know what's led me, that led me to one of my favorite things about our friendship is that so much of our friendship, although, yes, now people know you and I are friends, so much of our friendship is behind the scenes that people don't even know about. That's the thing is, like, every <laughs> like, now and then, I'm not going to lie, is, like, you'll be posting pictures with people, and I'm like— yeah. Henry and I don't ever have photos together. We have like three photos together. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, is he ever going to post a photo of us? Yeah. But it's just like yes, that. Let's it's, take more. But it's like those <laughs> stupid things that I'm just like, Henry talks about everyone else on social media and not me. We'll take but one but, a day. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's like, it. we just like, and it's those stupid, superficial things yeah. 
that sometimes we're all able and like easy. It's easy to fall, fall into, into that shit. Sure. But here's the thing is like, I wouldn't change our friendship for anything yeah. because pe- like you said, is like people have no idea that yeah. how close of friends we are behind the scenes because, and that we make an effort. Yes. And I will rebuttal that because I understand that because I do get that from people. But like Robin, there are a few people who I am willing to give, even can afford to give three hours of my oh, time no, in the middle of a week gladly yes. where I'll rearrange my schedule to do it and everything. I'm just like, people don't see that. People see these yep. quick shots, this and this. I'm like, but once again, we yeah. said social media is a highlight. Yeah, I don't see the four hours Robin yeah. and I be sitting at Woodshed. Honey, oh my Rogers. gosh. Okay, be at brunch. Y'all don't be seeing them. I okay. was like, it drews. Okay. <laughs> I was like, we it eaten our catfish. Oh my God. I, I was like, about that. I was like, yes. we have to go, we have to go back there. Yes. yes. <laughs> I was like, y'all it, gotta go to Drew's. Yeah. As okay. you have to go to Drew's. I was like, we straight up were just like, where have we not been? Like either of us that, that we, we haven't been. Enjoy. Let's go enjoy somewhere. And like, we're going to sit there for three hours and just like catch up. Yeah. Oh my god. So gosh. yeah, I, I don't know. I was like, I just feel like I'm very grateful for you. And I'm very grateful for the things that you brought to my life, which just ties into everything that yes. we've, you know, been talking about. And I feel like it's necessary to obviously highlight your friends and the gifts that they bring into your life. And I just want to obviously give you your flowers. Thank you so much. I was and like, I, I just love you, you. Thank you. I love you, girl. And I give you your flowers. Oh, Paul, sorry. I love there. you. And I give you flowers right back, girl. I give them right back. And uh, part of your flowers. Thing. I'm going to go start with my top four giftings that I believe Robin has. Okay. Here's the uh, thing. First of all, before we do this, I feel like ours are going to be very similar. Oh, I for sure. So For I feel sure. like they're going to be very similar. Okay. Okay. So um, I would say you have the gift of mercy, which on the other side of that's comforting. So mm-hmm. Robin is a comforter. She has the gift of mercy. You, Your number one for me has to be discernment. Your number one spiritual gifting for me has to be discernment. I've said that to you probably as long as I've known you, ass girl. <laughs> yes. Like, because Robin, like she, like she said, she's not right all the time, but that bitch rarely be wrong, y'all. Like, and then when, specifically when it comes to people and situations, mm-hmm. I want to say that Robin can analyze a group of people or situations that she's in, do the hard work of like stepping outside of it, removing yourself from it, and then objectively looking at it. Because I think discernment means you have to objectively look and analyze the situation, see what's right, what's wrong, what's beneficial, not. And I, to me, I think that's like your superpower, like your gifting. You I also, have discernment. Well, thank you, because I, I, I would agree with that yeah. one for sure. But also, I feel like, have you heard about Occam's Razor? Yes. I feel like it's very Occam's Razor. Yeah. It's, the easiest answer is typically the answer. And people don't, people be trying to grow, go to point A to point C. And that's the thing is, it's just like, no. Point A to B is the easiest answer, baby. Straight line. The easiest, and that's the thing is, the quickest way from point A to point B is also a straight line. Have y'all ever looked that up? Occam's Razor? Y'all really got to look that up. Y'all need to look up Occam's Razor. It will help y'all. It will help y'all. It's truly, this is I mean, I mean, okay. Oh, this Robin just took a sip. I know. No, I just took a sniff and I just like, I can't. Oh yeah. It's so bad. Okay, let's do it. Ugh. Ugh. But no. Yeah. No, I think because so many people really point A to point B, straight line. Um, and the easiest answer is often the most correct answer. And people It's like the easiest thing. It's like if it walks like a duck, like hmm. talks like a duck, it's probably a if duck. If somebody did you wrong consistently, maybe they don't care about you. You don't have to go through all these hoops to think about, oh, well, they did this of because the, yeah, of this. It's not or that. one of those scenarios no, that baby. it's like all of a sudden it changes and it's just like yeah. Oh, well, for one week, they bought me flowers and they, you know, told me they loved me every day. No. No, that wasn't it. Maybe Um, they just learned that they can get away with some shit. mm -hmm. Okay. So, yes, I would say discernment for you. And I said mercy. It's a comforting discernment. Um, And we're all putting this under for you and I think under the umbrella of hospitality. And so, Mm -hmm. but um, I would say contributing, which is giving. I think people don't even see how much you really do that. So I think that's one of your giftings that people don't even really see. Um, But Robin was, Robin is a girl and the person that really will do anything for anybody she cares about. Like she would really go above and beyond sacrifice for them, give it. I've seen it. I've heard so many stories about it. And I mean, and I think we, we touched on this on the other episode earlier. Um, 
and wisdom and problem solving, which goes hand in hand with, I think, how you were raised and brought up. So you kind of always had to figure shit out for yourself. And so you can be put in like you are someone who's calm in high stress situations. Yes. Yes. And I think that goes with problem solving because you have the foreknowledge and experience to be like, oh, the situation calls for me to be calm because me acting crazy is not going to help anything about not the situation. Never. So yeah, like even when that situation happened with that person that year and you were so calm, girl, like I, we, anyways, <laughs> I don't want to get into <laughs> yeah, it. But, I was yeah. like, that took a lot. Yeah. And I think obviously helper supporting mm-hmm. also with that. So yeah, you're four under the umbrella for me, hospitality. Top one is discernment. Top one for Robin is discernment. Next one is mercy slash comforting. Um, next one would be wisdom and problem solving. And then uh, last one would be the helper supporting. And so all under the umbrella of hospitality. I was like, I would take all of those. Yeah. But no. And so I think for you. Did I miss you? Any of No, those? I was like, okay. I, I feel like those are all like pretty spot four? on. Yeah. I feel like those are pretty spot on. And I feel like the thing is, is that ours are so similar mm-hmm. because obviously under hospitality, like hospitality. Yeah. The I feel banner like of that, hospitality. That is the thing is like, I feel like that's something that you and I both have always like kind of just yeah. agreed on, talked about. I'm glad everything. you said that too earlier because it makes it easier to catalogue these under the ban of yes. hospitality. So yeah. I feel, it's like a rainbow of hospitality. Yeah. And so like, I feel like that is such a good way to say it because I feel like something that you're also very good with though is maybe, um, I don't know if I would say it was I feel like ours are very similar, Mm -hmm. but I would also say that yours would either be evangelism or pastor shepherding because you also are very good with your storytelling. Mm. And especially like with social media, if anyone follows Henry on social media, you know that you are an open book. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing is like, I'm an open book as well, but when it comes to social media, your your storytelling is something that I wish I had mm. because I am How not. So well, I, here's the thing: thank is, you. Well, you're amazing with your wording of things. I have to find my words. Mm. Yours come to you naturally, and I feel like that is a gift. Thank you. I really receive that. And because here's the that. thing: is like same thing is like you quote these scriptures, you tell these stories, and everything. And here's the thing. I know all of those scriptures and I know those stories, but I cannot remember them and I cannot quote them appropriately. They just come naturally to me. And so that's the thing is, and I think honestly, part of that is probably because I have not been as, I don't want to say like in my Bible, but like I also, you know, took a step back from church. Mm -hmm. So I took a back, like a step back from church. I haven't been into a church in at least a year. Yeah. Like, I typically go to church maybe once a year now, and I just do my, I guess, studying and everything. Devotional quiet Like, devotionals. I do those at home, somewhere I'm comfortable and confident. that's your preservation of the Lord, which is is Yeah, and so that's the thing. But you have a real gift of sharing these things with people. I really want to thank you for that. Well, that is hey, so I was like, to hear. thank you so I, much. I, you do an amazing job with that. And I think a lot of people are able to receive it. And also, I think that's why you go on these like retreats and things and that you're able to make such connections with people mm. because you are oh, so good at that. I really receive that. Robin, I really receive that. Well, I hey, I was you. like, hey, I, I was really like, receive I, that. I was like, I think that that's very important that that's shared. Yeah. Thank you. You know, I was like, I think that it, that's important. I was like, you have this. I've Here's the thing is obviously we've said a thousand times. I do feel like we have a lot of the same gifts, but yeah. that is something that I admire in you that I know I do not have. Thank you. I and that. so you are always a helper. You're always a provider. You're someone who I know if I ever need to talk to someone, I could come to you and that you're going to listen with an not only an open mind, but a very loving and forgiving mm, mind as well. I really receive that. Thank you. And I think that yes, that's important. Uh, so I would the say, mentoring, say yeah. Pastor, yeah, I receive that. So I was like, I would say that. I would also say same thing is like mercy and comforting as well for I'm you. I'm going to get that clip, that audio, to just upload that on my birthday in two weeks. That, <laughs> that, that was the flowers. Robin, I really received that. I want you to know I've been Aww. in this place where I haven't even shared. But so this summer, to touch back on that, um, you're about to make me cry. Um, I, whenever, cause you know, I took a step back from mm-hmm. 
when I left my last church as well from 2019, then the pandemic happened. So I took about a year and a half, well, by force, thank you, pandemic, for that. Um, but it was the, it was a necessary sabbatical from just like ministry and lay leadership and whatever. And then I it got to a point where I was doubting my gifts and like, am I teaching? Am I a leader? Mm-hmm. Should I be equipped for this? Because like my last, I'd really had some leaders um, really just tell me that I wasn't equipped for these things when I know they're not true. Cause hello, have you anyways. But so when that, I got, see, that's insane to me. When you put, when you just mentioned the retreat I was on this past summer, um, shout out revoice uh, that we're in St. Louis and there I'm leading worship or teaching a workshop or doing this. And I was like, Oh, this is how I'm wired and how it's built and how the Lord made mm-hmm. me. But sometimes people can really tear your giftings down to where you don't even believe that you have them anymore. <clears throat> and I'd almost gotten that point, girl. That's why okay. your flowers to me mean so much to me right now. But really what have... you just said is everything we've been talking about. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that, like, here's the thing. Once again, the just gift of us having a conversation. Yeah. Having an open and honest conversation that is natural and what obviously it's not sponsored by whatever this is because this drink Girl, is we're gonna write a letter horrendous. But you know it's kind of growing on me like <laughs> because we're on the second bottle of something. It's the, the second, first bottle yeah. was not Anyways, like this. So but no, here's the thing too though is I think it's important that this is shared and I know that we've touched on it before, but I don't know if we've touched it on on any of the podcasts. Is that it's also okay that if you do choose to go down a spiritual route and you feel uncomfortable ever in a situation, mm-hmm. that you can also take a step back from that. Absolutely. That may not be your place. Not every spiritual home is your home. Mm-mm. And I think it's important that people know that because it's not discussed very often. Yeah. Is a lot of people feel like, oh, well, they go to church and like that's enough. But then if they become uncomfortable with church, they end up hating church in general and they end up hating God potentially. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that like, okay, you were shown these things maybe to show that's just not your home. Mm -hmm. And I think that something that I've learned is that I may have not found a church home yet, but I found my home in people. Mm. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) so it's one of those things is like, I found my home and my friends and the family that I do associate with and like Mm. people like you and that's okay. Absolutely is because your and home is your community. It is. Oh, it is. It's, head, girl. <laughs> but it we is. We made it through like, the episode of that crying, not this one. Okay. But it's one of those things that I think is so like people are constantly, we're all on a journey. We're all searching for something. And a lot of us are searching for that purpose. Mm. And why is it that like, oh, now I'm going to get teared up. I know. But like, we're all just searching. And we're trying to figure shit out, and it's okay. What did you two say? And I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Uh, first of all, fuck you two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and not fuck you two. Fuck, fuck the band you two yes. is what I mean. Well, yes. But, first of all, for that album we all got on our phones, that will never get rid of. Oh, Lord. Uh, but it's just like it's one of those things that I think people need this. is like... You said even like you ended up leaving somewhere that you thought was your home. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing as also people need to think about it. Okay, so take church out of it. And hold on, wait. But even that, even Jesus said, and it's in scripture, y'all. Everything I've said that reference scriptures today, I will give you a place to look it up. And I think I have for the most part. But shake the dust. Jesus literally said, if you go into a place and if it's not for you, shake the dust off your sandals and go. Yeah. Like sometimes there's no use in this is your family of origin, your church, whatever. If it's really not your purpose and your calling and your gifting and it's not nurturing you and growing you in. Because hold on, that's the thing. People who love you, your friends, your family, your church, everybody should mm-hmm. be supporting and nurturing your gifting and speaking life and power into it. If people speak in death into your life, you're calling you gifting, shake the dust off your sandals, walk off because those people are not for you. I mean, like I'm literally sitting here and I was like, I should have shook, shaken the dust off a lot sooner. Whenever yeah. those people were speaking that I like Robin decided to affirm me to where I cried talking about. Really, she didn't even know that because we haven't had a conversation. She just saw that from my social media posts, whatever. But like, really, y'all, the calling I felt back into this year for that gift and that Robin just mentioned of mine, 
People really try to take that away from you, girl. Like we're speaking depth into that gifting. And sometimes people will speak depth into things you're called for because they're because uncomfortable they, with it. Well, because not only they're uncomfortable for it, but they don't want you to succeed they and d- thrive in your gift. And let me tell you all this. Most of the time, people don't want to see you win. I'm no, sorry to say that people in your life, some of them don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you win. They don't want to see you succeed. And here's the thing is a lot because of Because they people, see you as competition. When I'm like, bitch, there's room for all of us to win. There is. And that's the thing that is so, I yeah. feel like, concerning. Yes. And let's bring this into this. How are you going to compete about purpose? Like, how are you going to be struggling somebody else's purpose? Like, we all have a purpose. There's nothing to compete. If it's truly your calling and your purpose, like, how am I competing with Robin as a helper? Hospitality. You're as not, a, a it's discernment. Not, it's not it's competition. Not a competition. We can all be helpers. We can all. Here's the thing is like, there's so much. As if the world needs less helpers. There's so much pain in the world. And we've felt that. We will continue to feel yeah. that. And the thing is, what's wrong with someone coming out and being like, hey, let me help you. Mm. But here's the thing is, this is also where I feel like people get things wrong is that they've also seen people try and help for their own good. Gain. Mm-hmm. And their own gain. And so it makes you hesitant. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Once again, this is all very understandable. Yeah. This makes sense. It's understandable. We've all lived through it. But the thing is, that's one person. Mm. That's one person out of all these other people. Why would you ever potentially let one person affect the possibility that so many others have in your life? And do you know, I agree with that. And what Robin said, why would you let one person dictate these things? That should also, on the flip side of that, um, inform us to be so cautious about how we speak into other people's life because mm-hmm. sometimes all it takes is one person yeah. to really affect an outcome of a, a decision you make or how you act or how you influence or how you inform because you just have that one person's voice. So. But you know what? Okay, you just said this, mm-hmm. and it makes me think about this because what I struggle with personally mm-hmm. is my delivery. Mm. of things but also like what you're saying is sometimes it's just delivery how but well i just i don't say things pretty i just i i stumble over my words that's part of you though no one thousand percent and here's the thing is like i've accepted it but my thing is oftentimes sometimes i as i stumble over my words right now but i will hold back because i'm like how do i say this the right way really and so I feel like it's one of those things that, like, we're given these gifts, but also I feel like to us, it's potentially the enemy that mm-hmm. is, like, doubting us yeah, and saying these things. That's and it's just placing doubt on us to be like, no, you can't say that the right way. Me, I think your delivery is clear, girl. Uh, well, but here's the, you also know me. Yeah. And so I feel like that helps. But even when I read, for example, so your captions, because Robin does for her podcast, Cork and Scout Town, what I don't do on mine. I will do a description in the episode itself. But one, I don't even upload. Robin does this faithfully. <laughs> Every episode she has, she will upload the episode of a picture, a graphic, and a description. Girl, it's all I can do to even write the description for the episode for like Apple and pod, like, you know. So I do Podbean. I'm not yeah. sure who you used to host. That's why. Like, yeah. yeah. And so it's all I can do to write it in there. And then I'm done. Obviously, yeah. Tony's no help to that. <laughs> but, um, no shade, just facts. But um, but then I see, I'll get on Instagram and I'll see, like, I was like, damn, this bitch. And it's clear. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to the thing, because too, of this. But here's the thing, too, is like, I'm a much better writer than speaker. I said that about myself all the time. But what you're saying to me that I come up, people tell me that, like what you just said about me, that like, Henry, you come up off extremely well-spoken and informed this, which I yes. do believe. But like, if I'm ever like, let's say if I'm in conflict with someone and we're having like, let's say you and I are having a fight yeah. or something, which all healthy relationships have fights. It's okay. So it don't is. get crazy. Absolutely. But um, fights are signs of intimacy. Like conflict is a sign of intimacy. 1000%. Yes. That goes so, back to being vulnerable. Yes. That 1000% goes back to being vulnerable because you're opening yourself I up known for. You and I was just fixing that. Okay, we're not even. <sighs> we're not even. Halfway I was like, we're going to have to speed this know, up. Okay, it's yes. so hard. But, but it's one of those things where, like, it is, is like you're being vulnerable to those things of being like, hey, maybe we're going to have a disagreement. Yeah. And like, maybe we're going to hurt each other's feelings a little bit. But here's the thing I would never do it from a place of ill will. Yes. 
never once, whenever I've told my friends something that maybe they don't want to hear, does it come from a bad place? Yeah. It's a place of either I've been there and I don't want you to go through it. It's a place of, hey, there's potential here for you to be hurt and I don't want you to go through it. It's never once. With ill intention. With ill intention. Yeah. But the thing is that once again, we've discussed yeah. is there's all these like, I think that's what I struggle with too is like seeing the potential. Yeah. Even with friends and like really their relationships or friendships or like whatever and being like, I don't want you to get hurt because mm -hmm. I know what it's like. And you know what? Sometimes you have to really let people learn things for you themselves. You do. And that's the thing is like I've with certain friends, I've straight up, we've had conversations and they've said, hey, I don't care what you have to say on this topic. This is what I'm doing. And I've sat there and I've said, you know what? That's totally fine. I release you. To yeah. That. And I'm just like, and, so. and, and that's the thing is like, it's a tough thing to do. And I'm just like, you know what? Here's where I came from. Mm -hmm. I will never speak about it again. Mind you. And that's the thing. And if you want to come back to it, then let's do it. And but that's totally that, fine. But you know what? I release in the you moment, I'm just like, you know what? You go do you. I will never speak about it again. But it's one of those conversations that so many people are afraid to even have that conversation. They don't want to have him because I think anyways, girl, we're getting off topic, but <sighs> Yeah. Okay, back to, but what we're saying, is, well, I was saying about you and communication. Um, so thank you for my flowers, by the way. I don't even think I was you like, even got passed by one. Well, I think no, we I was like, well, here's a, we've already said a thousand times, like, yeah. I feel like ours are basically the same, yes. but I feel like yours are like hospitality, obviously, like mercy and comforting. I feel like yours would be um, like leadership and, well, did we, I guess we kind of looped in like leadership, evangelism, yeah. and like shepherding under kind of so one like kind thing. of like yeah. one as well. So yeah. I would say that, and then I would also say like the supporting and helper. Yeah, because you're the same way as me. As like if someone is ever like in need, like you're one of the first people that I would go to. Mm. Not only because I know that you would be able to provide me like clarity in a situation yeah. and also just like knowledge. Yeah. And so once again, see, we're going back to all these things. So like knowledge as yeah. well, but it's one of those things that I know you're someone that people are drawn to. Yeah. And I don't know what that gift is, is like, I feel like that's kind of discernment too that I we've discussed, but we've also both said like, we just know that people are drawn to us, but I think that's also being open and see, vulnerable. I think, yes, that because <clears throat> I was about, Chills. Robin's giving me, and I really, I'm not someone who gets chills all the time, as JLo calls them, gooseies. But um, when she was on American Idol, she's out of time. I'm like, girl, that's because everybody on the show can sing better goosies. than you. That's why you have gooseies, JLo, because you can't. Mm -hmm. it's, I'll say girl. it. But um, lovely girl. Um, gowns, beautiful gowns. But um, people are drawn, and I've seen this, and like, I'm not like, so as Robin and I are talking about our giftings on this episode, I mentioned in the last one that this episode would sound like we're patting ourselves on the back. But <laughs> that's not what we're doing. But the thing is, when you have people are drawn to light. Light draws yeah. light. And a where light and where light exists, darkness cannot exist. This it can Bible. Come on now. But um so the things that people are drawn in you and people are drawn to in you and drawn to in me is things that they either wish they were or they long for or they want in their lives. And or they're so looking like, to find. They're looking to find. But here's the thing is I think that it's important to also touch on some people. I feel like this is why people get burned out so yeah. easily is that they maybe have these like spiritual gifts yeah. or these gifts, whatever you want to call it, and that people are drawn to them and they like suck them dry Let me ask it. you something. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me ask you. Not to cut you. Yeah, well, I did cut her off. So you're fine, you're saying fine. That. But like... Um, to ask you this, I think, because I don't think anybody can really pinpoint this for themselves. Um, what do you think it is about you that draws people to you? Because, like, I'm well, it would be, like I say, it would be Ooh. facetious for Henry Buto to say that he's not well-liked or well-loved. I knew I was well-liked up when I got out of my coma and then coming out and then being in a situation where I had to ask for help, where I couldn't do anything for myself and seeing how all y'all rallied around me and loved me. And took care of me. Oh, that's for, that was the first time in my life that I knew I was well-loved. I've always known I was well-liked yeah. or well-tolerated. I did not know I was well-loved until I got out of my coma. And I was like, oh. And I still don't understand why I'm well-loved. So all that say, like, what is it about you, do you think? Because you are well-loved and well-liked. So, like... But, See, I, 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 but I, sometimes Henry, I think it's a gift and that Henry, she can't, like, I don't can't, know, because yeah. it's one of those things that I'll tell you. You can't quantify it in 14 but points, no, right? But here's what? the thing is, like, we don't have a lot of time left. Yeah. 
but it's one of those things is like y'all you're watching this clock (laughs) i would say this is that like i feel the same way as i don't i feel like i'm well liked i don't know if i'm well loved ah see sometimes i think people like you and i you have to go through something unfortunately To see how well loved you are. Robin, I hope you never had to go through what I went through, being in a coma and everything. No. But Robin, the way people speak about you in rooms you're not in, you are well loved. I want you to know that. Sit in that and receive that. Because, yes, when you are someone who is a server and a helper. People need to hear. Yes, when you are a servant and a helper and someone who facilitates and does, 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 and has went through so much trauma as you have in your life to where, and you're, and if I may, I think I know you've spoken about your dad and stepmom before, but oh, yeah. like, so we're just where that these people failed you, failed you through no fault of your own, but then you become an adult and these scars carry around you. So you just get used to thinking of the fact that I'm going to shrink myself, people are going to tolerate me, I'm going to do all these things to be liked and blah, blah, blah. And I've done them all like to like where self betrayal you betrayed i've betrayed myself you betrayed yourself to be like so finally you're like okay well all these people like me but do they love me and if they really knew me knew me would they love me love me and the answer is yes but like we often shy away from that because we're so afraid of being vulnerable and getting Letting people know us at that deep spot. I feel like I'm preaching right now. You, but, but this is what I'm talking about is you have this gift <laughs> of doing exactly what you're doing. But it's like if you let people in and Robin, you're some, I mean, I'm telling you, so my lunch with Robin at Rogers that summer, I was really going through something with, you know, the guy that used to live with me, the four letter name. We won't like, fuck it, Joe, whatever, it's fine. But um, I mean, this is somebody who in certain parts, of this uh, dynamic had really, really chipped away at my thought of like, I could be loved and cared for and valued. And then so, but my lunch with you, you poured into me so much at Rogers Roundhouse. Shout out to them. Um, But uh, Robin and I really sat there for hours and hours and I'm sitting there looking at this person three hours later thinking, this is someone that I see and I love, and I hope they see the value they bring to people. And Robin, literally, I hope you see the value you bring to people. And I think your purpose on this earth, um, people who are like, have a lot of scars, your purpose is to heal other people. And when you heal other people, it means you carry a lot of weight on your shoulders because you understand what it's like to go through things, to be hurt, to be discarded, to be tossed aside, to be treated less than. But then you turn around and show people that they're chosen, they're valued, they're worth... Oh, Lord! And, I mean, I think you could not ask for a better purpose than that, to take your pain and your journey through life and turn it around and show other people that there's more for them there and they're worth so much more and they're called to so much more and to be that light to people in a world that desperately desperately is longing for that light in people i want you to know that i think that is your purpose and your gifting and your calling to be that light that people need you might not see it but it is and it's hard to see ourselves that way right so like you said i you know yourself as well liked you know yourself as well loved you know what you are? You're well-valued. That's what it is. And you want to be valued more than anything else because you cannot value what you don't love. So if people value you, which you, people do, and if you provide value, you provide love. And you are love. Ooh, not, me, not me preaching. I told you, you had that gift. And there it was. No. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Got me and Robin uh, crying over here. And look, thank the, God the, oh, the, video, ran out. the video ran out. Oh, video. So. Okay. That was Ooh. perfect. Oh, my God. Literally, y'all should see Robin and I. Well, I don't know if we'll use the video for But Robin and I both <laughs> cried. My God, voice is the video shaking. I'm crying. Went out. That just ruined my life in the best way. But that is your gift. And I really mean that, Robin. It's like, I mean, even like, because you and I are so different um, from how we're, but like, yes, you're a white straight woman. I'm a gay black guy from Kenya, whatever. But like, and the thing is, when you don't have conversations, you see people, actually, that does might help. <laughs> I was like, wait. But when you don't have people 
when you don't have conversations with people, and it's so easy to see people as the other, right? But when you sit there and you have multiple three-hour lunches with somebody, turns into a brunch, turns into a Drew's, turns into a happy hour, turns into a tequila opening for a friend, turns into this, turns into a 3 a.m. text, turns into this, turns into talking about dating lives, you get to cultivate a relationship. And what what has been the whole purpose of this conversation? That people want to be known. People want to talk. And people But this wa- is all we've talked about yep. is like purpose and conversation and how here's the thing. It has been so easy for us to do this yeah. with each other. Do you know what I dare say? That probably as human beings, our greatest purpose is um our greatest need is to be loved and our greatest purpose is to love. I totally agree. And if and the you greatest do it of well, these girl. is love. Yes. Amongst these three, the greatest of these is love. And I think you do that well, Robin. So I'll give you your flowers for that. Well, I... Same. I us to these burnt... Let's point to this burnt... Obviously, I want to give you all your flowers, but no, I'm also at a no. place where right now I'm just like speechless no. because that was a lot. I meant every single word of it. Well, Truly. and I appreciate that. Truly. I, just, I think that these are the conversations we should all be having with our yeah. friends. And it would be so valuable to each and every single one of us if we just get into this place of let's go beyond the front porch and let's go so let's go beyond openness. Go, and go into walk vulnerability. Walk into the front door. Yes. Walk, walk in, in the, the front, front door. door. And let somebody in your living room. Better yet, let somebody in your kitchen. Yeah. And let somebody sit at your dining table. Mm-hmm. And then if you maybe just find a person, let them in your bedroom. And then I mean, but all, not, not, but not even sexually, yeah. but like emotionally. That's the hardest room in a house to let somebody in. I agree with that. Because it's such an intimate place. Like It is a very and here's the thing is an like emotionally intimate. I don't mean em, physically no, you can have sex in like, any room. But like emotional whatever. intimacy is something that I feel like people lack. Because let's get real. You and I are sitting here having this conversation. Have you had this conversation ever with a man? I have. Because See, and that's a blessing. Yeah. I don't I think have. and I think this is where I struggle as far as relationships. Friend, male friendships? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, I no, have. no, like male friendship or dating. Dating? Oh, no, girl. I, oh. I, yeah, I was like, I don't think I've ever had this in-depth of a conversation with a man in my life. Mm. With my close friend, male friendships, I am blessed. Yes. And see, and that's a blessing. Yeah. I, you have them with your close female girlfriends. F- close yes. female girlfriends, but romantic, absolutely. But romantic. But and, with a man even gay or straight, no. Nope. Yeah. And it's one of those things that like it just it's a struggle. And I feel like emotional intimacy is an extreme place of vulnerability. Yeah. Oh. And it's just huge because I mean you and I crying in front of each other. Yes. It's a vulnerable moment. One thousand percent. Like I cameras rolling. They're stopped yeah. now, but like it was just a moment to like I'm gonna connect with Robin. I really yeah. like mind you, the entire time I've been sitting here. Um, sometimes I wish I'm glad you have cameras because like I wish people could see the conversation. Literally, yes. Rob and I are just having a conversation. Like I don't even like being on camera. I really, really oh, despise I it. I hate and it. So, to where but I'm I like, also know everyone else is doing it, so I feel yeah, like I have to I, do it. Not so. me. I refuse. I refuse. So that's why I draw the line yeah. there. But like Rob and I just stepped in this vulnerable place. So I hope that was an example. Yes. Um, and it wasn't planned. It wasn't scripted. Uh, None no, of this conversation has not been. Not at all. And. It's you get to step into that, and that's what we're longing for. It is well. That's for. all it is. Is like even social media is literally. It's the longing of people wanting to connect with others, and whether that be connecting by just following someone's life and maybe modeling theirs after it, trying to find themselves. Yeah. Or whatever it may be is like others are you know like I know a lot of people reach out to me on social media and are just like hey you posted this one thing and like yes. I relate with that that's all I'm asking and I see for. that all the time and, and you're asking me anything yes. when and you I'm do the like, things that people ask you because I I always want to be I would love to be a place yeah. of comfort and like safety for other people yeah. because once again I don't think we had that oh my gosh I have to yes uh, I have to show you this because you're this person. Um, Oh my gosh, I have to show you this. This uh, rosé is me. horrendous. I mean, uh, now I'm also, why am I also ready for another glass though? Because I'm no, just like, you, I committed to it, You girl. know what? You I'm do like, that. I commi- She's like, this, horrendous. I can't do it. I committed to it. So I'm oh. just like, okay. I mean, it's not great. It's I, no, really I was not like, great. I'm trying to drink it, but also I feel like it, as I said, like I'm so bad with my words. Also, I just want to make sure that I'm able to give you my full ears and voice 
with anything you're saying because I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And so there was a song that I was listening to. It's called How to Love by Emily Colston. Um, and the lyrics are very short, so I'm going to read them. My love, you don't need to do it on your own. When you feel like crying, come to my home. I will feed you. I will be a softer place to fall. And my love, you don't need to rush out the door. When you start feeling emotional, I know it's easy to feel like you're a burden, but you're not. Nobody ever taught us how to love. Everyone around us was scared to feel it. Nobody ever taught us how to love, but with you, I think we're finally learning to. So my love, once you come and spend the night with me, and we'll be rewriting our story because everything before led us to this moment. Can't you see? Nobody ever taught us how to love. Your mom and dad barely ever said it. Nobody ever taught us how to love. But with you, I think we're finally learning. Ooh. And my friend Daniel sent me that. And he's like, he has married his wife. He's like, I was like, I'm glad you had that. He's like, no, this is about our friendship. He's like, this is about friendships, not even love. So for him, it's like, and then you and I are sitting here having this vulnerable conversation because nobody really ever did teach us how to love. Your parents, no. my, my parents did not teach me how to love. They taught me how to show, my mom taught me how to show love. But yeah. Okay, so that's a huge thing is like, obviously we'll have to like wrap up yeah. here soon. But like, that's the thing is like, I feel like I'm able to show love. Yeah. I don't feel like I've ever received love. Yes. You don't know. You don't know how I, to receive love. Well, I don't love. know. Here, how. Here's the thing. I don't know how to receive love in a romantic way. Yeah. Would you even know it if it happened? I don't know. Because I think I wouldn't even know it either if it happened. Because, I mean, which is why the conversation I brought up now yeah. almost three hours ago about this jump. <laughs> Girl, we've been sitting here chatting. <laughs> Rob and I have been sitting here talking, uh, y'all. But, but no, that's the thing is like, it's so hard because like whenever someone, like I'm obviously, I was married before and I look yeah. back on that and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I, I don't think that was love. No. Like, and obviously in the, in the moment and everything, I was just like, oh, I'm in love with this person, like whatever. This this. And here's the thing. I had, I had love for him. Mm -hmm. He did, he in his way probably had yeah. love for me. Yeah. But it was not love. Oh my gosh. I have to pee. This is like the worst No, I was time. like, the, no, no. Can I, I was like, well, like, no. I we'll just, hey, here's the thing. So We're like, <laughs> Henry is spinning in the chair no, like a child. Like, I was like, we're just going to wrap this episode okay. up because we can't fucking cry anymore. I and know. also, Henry's going to pee in the in okay, public. Okay, Robin, I so, love okay. you. Wrap this episode yes. up. Love okay. you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um. Anyways, this is a first for Corks and Cowtown. This is so much fun. No, well, only Tim from the Funky Panther. So, um. anyways, I just want to thank y'all so much for always listening and for being vulnerable and allowing, I guess, me and any of my guests to do the same. I just love y'all. And <laughs> Paul's looking at me now, so I'm going to get more emotional. <laughs> but until next time, cheers. <laughs>